coming up in this week's episode. Whereas now I just sit there and just walk to the kettle, make the cup of tea and go back. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to The Student Show, the podcast for students by students. I'm your host Holly and today we'll be chatting all things exercise. In this episode I'm joined by the VP for Sport and Wellbeing, Chris Chambers. Chris, do you want to tell everyone a wee bit about yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. I'm Chris Chambers, as Holly said, and I'm the current Vice President for Sport and Wellbeing within the Students' Union. Um, I've actually, this is the second year that I've been in the job. Um, and unfortunately, the last year that I'll be in the job, so I'll be moving on from um, July. I studied an undergrad in sport theory and practice and did a postgrad, well, a master's in sports management, which I graduated um, December 2019. So we'll be going into the big bad world then next year? Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to actually growing <laughs> up and doing the whole like adult, adult thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, like actual having, having the adult. <laughs> bills, cook, clean. Well, I mean, I do all those things now, but it just seems more dangerous whenever mm-hmm. you're not in the university environment. Oh, definitely. Um, have you got any plans for next year? With... Oh, I have no I idea. I, like, to, to be honest, at the minute, I'm really just focusing on not panicking that I won't have a job. So at the minute, I'm just kind of like, right, I'll take it as it comes. You yeah, know? it's a scary time. Yeah, whatever, whatever works out will will we'll work yes. out. Where we'll be, we'll be. Exactly. Okay, so let's get straight into the quickfire questions. The game where you'll have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as you can with your first thought or one word answer. And they'll all be around the topic of exercise. Mm, Is that I, all right? I so prefer being on the other side of I was about to say, I bet you do. <laughs> oh dear, okay. When you're ready, let us know when we start the clock. Ready to go now? What's your favourite way to exercise? Um, run. Do you think exercise improves your mental well-being? Definitely. How many hours do you exercise a week? <laughs> I want to say three. Have you ever embarrassed yourself whilst exercising in public? Uh, probably. Did you exercise during lockdown? Yeah. Have you ever took part in a fitness challenge? Yes. What do you do to stay motivated? Exercise. What is your go-to workout snack? Oh, Chris, you're uh. out of time. You were so close there. You got seven, but um, that doesn't put you at the top of the leaderboard. Ugh. I mean, I could have answered that last one, definitely. But, you know. <laughs> Tell me a bit more about that there fitness challenge. What one was that? So at the start of lockdown, me and the rest of the officers decided mm-hmm. to do this uh, 300 challenge. So you had to do 100 of the same exercise, but it was three different things. So we had to do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats every day for 30 days. Um, My goodness. which I was actually able to do like at the start like it was really difficult to actually do that every single day so I broke it down into like 10 sets of 10 like doing 10 push-ups like just doing it on, with my knees down and stuff and then I, by the end of it I was doing like four sets of 25 like proper push-ups and like different like my back got really sore with the, with the sit-ups so I decided mm-hmm. to change that to like and what do you call them ones it's like you got your legs and you're like kicking like that it's like bicycles or something so i changed oh, it to yes, that yes, uh-huh. but um yeah i managed to to do really well at that one and i actually started like at the start of lockdown i got like i felt like i was a wee bit overweight and i'd lost something like nearly two stone over the course of lockdown because of, of starting with this and then going to a pt mm-hmm. it's a great way to start definitely yeah. get yourself involved and i think when you start a challenge at that at the start as you said like 
you can barely do it back by the end of it you just mm-hmm. notice how much you can improve like it was the same with me with um even going out and going on a walk like, i've been out of breath after like 100 meters but then the fact i could have done like three miles and i wouldn't i've been fine yeah i could i could have done more it's just crazy but so as we know today, the topic is all about exercise. I think probably one of my earliest memories of exercising is probably back when you were a kid and you were outside playing or you were at nursery and you you know, you know, had your little break time when you had to go outside. What about you? Yeah, it was definitely like, do you remember those like um, things in the PE hall when like primary school? It was had like all the like big ladders, like wooden slats. And it was like one of those like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a multi-purpose thing, but like you'd climb over them and like you could climb in and around them. So there was ropes attached to them. Did you have them in yes, your school? Yes, and they pulled them out from they, the wall. They were on the wall, and then they uh-huh. would like pull it out. And every time you knew that was out, it was like circuit class day. Mm-hmm. But it was like a fun circuit. It wasn't like adult circuit classes where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I've got all like all these different <laughs> things to do. But like as a kid, you're like, oh, I can climb on stuff. I can like I know. jump off stuff, and it's fine. And I had the big, you know, the big like blue mats. Yes, the big thick blue the, mats. I forgot yeah, to oh, say they were so good. At least you knew if you fell off it, you're going to break your fall somehow. It wasn't. Yeah. You weren't going to break your ankles. Like, <laughs> no. See, at like 25 now, if I jump off a curb, my ankles get sore. That's I'm so... <laughs> Do you ever like go down the street and there's like a dip in the street and you don't notice it and then your ankle's gone? Oh, yeah. Like, how did I do all them things when I was a kid? And I just yeah. be able to like, jump over like walls and stuff, essentially. Yeah, you just, you just walk on like nothing happened. But now it's like you're, you're out for days, ice packs, and like considering going to the doctor. <laughs> Literally. Um... What was your like sort of experience when you were a kid with, you know, getting involved in exercise clubs or sport clubs or anything like that? Did your parents put you in them or was it just sort of go outside play and then if you want to get involved with a club at school, go do it? I think it was a bit of both. Um, whenever I was younger, definitely like the, the the area that I lived in, there was a lot of people around the same age as me. Mm-hmm. So we would have gone out and just played football from like 10 o'clock in the morning till like 7 or 8 o'clock at night, only coming back in for lunch and dinner. Um, and it would have been like literally the call from the house of like mom like shouting dinner and then <laughs> you running back to get your dinner half an hour back out again to play football. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't get indigestion, but I think that's not a kid thing. No, kids get it doesn't exist. No. But like, yeah, it, it was that kind of experience. And then because I just enjoyed football so much, like I just got like I knew some people going into a club near my local area mm-hmm. and um, I just joined that club. But it was never forced on me. Like, I think. I was quite lucky with my parents because I, I know a lot of parents that like almost force their kids to play sport and, and when they don't want to do it, like it almost makes it worse for them. Mm-hmm. But like they were really encouraging, like supportive. Like when I wanted to stop football and go to do something else, they were like, okay, it's fine. What do you want to do? And then I was like, right, okay, I want to play tennis and then ended up doing that for a year and then got bored and stopped doing that on. Um, and then went and did archery for two and a half years. Archery? Uh, yeah, did archery for a while. Oh my word. Yeah, I've got a big like six foot longbow in the house. Yeah, See, I could kill you. I s- I, oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, but like, I could. <laughs> Getting a worried noise out. <laughs> Feel uncomfortable sitting here. <laughs> um, no, that's one, archery's one of the things I've seen at the, see when we were kids, we'd have went to, on holidays, we went to like a, essentially like a resort sort of thing but it was like caravans and there was um wooden log cabins and it was campsite that's what you call it mm-hmm. basically a campsite and uh there was always archery but we never went and took part in it but it was always something i wanted to do mm-hmm. but i don't know if i've been any use this it kind of like just is the bow and arrow sort of thing isn't it yeah yeah i mean every first session is like riddled with like i'm useless at this <laughs> but then you get used to it like i think 
it's not really about accuracy for a long time until you get used to like actually like stringing it up and and mm-hmm. placing the arrow on on the string properly like it's different for like there's different bows in it like you know the big olympic ones the really menacing looking ones mm-hmm. i hated them i had no oh, interest really? in going anywhere near they're too complicated and they have this big like weight on one side that's and true that's true it just seems overly complicated and mechanical i didn't like that whereas whenever i was like younger i used to watch all these like medieval like documentaries and like tv shows and mm-hmm. i was like I like the longbow. You did get yourself dressed up and all for it, never for the occasion, no? For the Build sake the of this, I'm going to say no, but <laughs> I might have. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. <laughs> um, yeah, what you're saying, like going out when you were a kid, like for me, because I lived in the countryside, I never really had that there going out and like, because I didn't really have any neighbours bar the cows, you know, so typical me, we just wee country pumpkin here. We, <laughs> we only had me and my sister. So we literally spent our days from like, as you said, like 10 a.m. in the morning, just playing outside with the dogs, like constantly. I don't know how I'd done it. Like I was running around there for about nearly 12 hours. How is that even possible? I don't think I could have, I couldn't do that now. I'd need like two naps mm-hmm. like between <laughs> that 12 hours. Like that's, it's a long time. Kids have too much energy. They do. Where yeah. do they get it from? Must be. What do they eat that's different than adults? Must give them it. Who knows? An <laughs> overactive imagination. But you can beat that. smiley so. faces. That's what it is. Yes. Turkey dinosaurs. I think that's yes. what it is. Yeah. Do you remember at school when you were in PE and you had probably more so big school? Did you ever do the bleep test? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think I'd done that twice. I think I'd done it like one. Well. Twice in school, done it a few times for football because it would have been like the start of free pre-season. Mm-hmm. You'd do the bleep test and then the end of pre-season you'd do the bleep test again to see how much you'd progressed. But in school I'd done it a few times as well. I think I actually got a decent score. I don't remember. Yeah. It, was, it was somewhere between like 9 and 12 or 13 or something. Um, which was good for that age but I definitely wouldn't make it past like 4 or 5 now. Like. <laughs> I know, definitely not. Um, it was the most horrifying experience. I remember, well, but we didn't do it as in like you know, see how far you can improve. It was like every single week. It was just, that's what we done as part of our PE. Bleep yeah. test every yes. week? Yes. No, the, I, Anyone listening who went to my school, they'll yeah. remember this. Like we did it a couple of weeks in a row where it was just a bleep test. I would I would not join that at all. I would get a sick note. It was note. horrible. I would not be in school in those There days. were so many sick notes coming in. Yeah. But our PE teacher was just so like old school, I would say. And she, she knew when there wasn't something wrong with you. Like, and she knew mm. if you forgot the kit, she gave you a pair of, someone else's old trainers that were in the lost and found box and told oh, you just to join in so many like that lost and found box was filthy <laughs> like i remember guys like in pe like getting the sick note being like oh i can't take it but it was like six weeks in a row mm-hmm. and at that point it was like right no you're you're fine yeah like, you're taking part we, we know you're just and it was like the the mangled trainers that was oh. like the worst like see i've never been to the lost and found box yeah no, my sister she's horrible. a she's a returning customer so she is. she's always lost <laughs> <stuff>, my sister <laughs> She's never out of it. But I never, I just, oh, I couldn't bear it. Like, someone else's jumpers and everything. Never mind the trainers, oof. Yeah. Even in primary school, I remember being taught to skip. Were you ever taught to skip in primary school? No. Really? I mean, I, fe- I feel like I was, but I don't remember doing it. Like, I, I've since taught myself how to skip Um, a few years back. Like, just because a friend of mine was doing, like, a boxing thing for charity. And then I was just, like, training with him. So he showed mm-hmm. me how to do it properly. But I don't. I, I'm pretty sure, either I was meant to learn or I did learn. Either way, I I know now. So really, no, we had to do it in primary school. Like it was part of our mm. like PE. 
like she made us go outside and skip and I couldn't do it and there was a wee boy and me the only two of us in the class who couldn't skip and she singled us out like we had like our own special part of the playground because we couldn't skip and she made us feel so horrible <laughs> and I remember coming home to my dad and I was like dad I need to learn how to skip so we spent one Saturday for about seven hours in the garage and he just made me learn how to skip and I just skipped continuously for them seven hours straight to learn how to skip and it was horrible yeah but like if you think about it like if the PE teacher didn't single you out would you have learned to skip no probably not (laughs) (laughs) she motivated you even when I was a kid with my mum and dad both working we were put into um like an exercise club like during the summer Mm. so we that was probably the only thing my mum did was actually put us into it so we go we went there from like what nine o'clock to like one four hours I was just did all these activities and it was probably the only exercise I'd done. Oh no, that would have been my entire summer. But instead of being nine to one, I would have been like nine to probably about three or four. So mm-hmm. I'd have the whole day. But it wasn't just like, you know, like the council summer games that they run like five weeks during mm-hmm. the, the middle of the summer. But I also had like football camps and tennis camps and like all these other things either side of it as well, just to like fill out the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think it was my interest in sport that like put me into those. It was probably my parents wanting to get rid of me for the entire summer. <laughs> that, was so that was what it was. Uh, it was probably just cheaper than a childminder, let's yeah, be real here. Yeah, probably. And mum just thought, oh well, I actually remember, I don't think I was the age for it. I think I was a year older. And it was such like a secret, like it was, you know, like a James Bond mission that I couldn't tell them my real age. Mum was like, if they asked, just say you're 2001. Yeah. Just because I was a year older and my sister could get into it, but because I was you know, that bit older... I, my age wasn't included in it. Yeah, no, I remember, I think there was one year where I was like that as well. Um, although, I don't think I would have got away with it. Because even at the age of like 13 or 14, I was still quite tall. Mm. So I, I, even if they did ask my age and I told them the wrong age, I don't think I'd have got away with it. So come to think of it, like, I mean, I didn't get asked. <laughs> um, and I wasn't asked to leave. So I would assume it's okay. Well, you see, I think there was one day it came round and we happened to be talking about something and I just happened to blurt out something that only someone, I think maybe it was to do with the transfer test or something, because it was around that time and I had happened to already get to what school I was going to. Mm-hmm. But obviously I wouldn't have been got that result yet. So I remember that and I was like, oh, sugar. I thought they were going to kick me out, but they didn't. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> I just felt like a big kid. It was the same when I went to, I couldn't swim in school. Could you swim? No, but that's mainly because... And even now, I don't float. Like, oh, really? I, yeah, I can't float. Like, literally, like, my... I literally just think, like, I've tried every technique and, like, my girlfriend was really, like, apprehensive about it as well. Like, huh. just, like, saying, oh, no, you're lying, or lying. Everyone can swim, everyone can float. Like, you just lie back and you just float. You just can't I'm lie like, back in the pool no, and just float? Oh, I no, could do that all day long. No, over, um, like, in Spain and, like, holidays and stuff, like... I was in like the pool and all, like showing her, like, and I would just literally like slowly sink towards the bottom of the pool, and I was I was holding my breath like as much as I can in my lungs, mm-hmm. lying back and just trying my best to stay there, and just kept sinking. I I just can't float, so hence I can't swim. All right, well, that's so a good I need like a massive life jet, like life, life jacket, jacket thing. <laughs> um, so yeah. I remember I had the rubber bands when I was probably about P5, I think it was. We went on our first like swimming lessons in school and I got, a, you know, a great, great um, distance of three metres. Oh, Yeah, nice, it, was, nice. it was honestly amazing. I just was so proud, like Michael Phillips who? 
Is that, is that the swimmer? I said that right, didn't I? Yeah, well, Michael Phelps, but it was Phelps, close. Phelps, Michael Phelps, yeah. Thing. yeah. Who? Honestly, <laughs> three mares. <laughs> so I was put into a swimming club because my mum and dad was like, you can't go on holiday. Like, mm. We can't take you on like a cruise or something in case you know something happens and you have to swim because my mum can't swim. So his dad was like, I'm not taking all three of you. You know, mm. you're going to have to learn to swim. And I remember like swimming and like all these like, little five-year-olds and there was me, but like, you know, the elf. Yeah. Like body, this big tall person, all these kids learn <laughs> to swim. But anyway, learn how to swim. Know how to swim now. So, um, actually, when we asked on Instagram what was everyone's favorite form of exercise in PE, we were getting circuits. Someone said circuits. Yeah, that's a weird one. Like, yeah, I wouldn't P- say that was my favorite. Yeah, I wouldn't say circuits would be my favorite. No, everyone world. was sort of saying like badminton, tennis, athletics. Um, I still think the climbing frame thing was probably the favorite. That was the best one because it was fun. I remember when you learned how to teddy bear roll. That was a good point in my life. No, I don't like teddy bear roll. Yeah, when you had to learn how to do all the different rolls and stuff in the big blue mats. Did you not learn how to do that? No. I remember to learn how to teddy bear roll. What ones did you get? Yeah, pretty much same. Like there was a couple of people who said those like climbing frame things in mm-hmm. primary school. Um, but there was like badminton and basketball as well. Just the same then. Um, well, it's evident we've all been involved in exercise when we were younger. And I'm sure many of you listening like myself. As you've got older, you begin prioritising exercising less and less. So I think we should chat about how we can bring exercise back into our lives and start getting involved. I know for me, I kind of started with the Couch to 5K up. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, did a, I did a bit of it and then I sort of ended it. And then when lockdown came along, I just didn't really start the app again. But then I started trying to get at least 5K a day mm-hmm. with my dog. Like, honestly... If you live near me and you see me getting trailed up the road with my German Shepherd, like, just bear in mind, okay, just give me some sympathy. And don't cycle past, because she just loves cyclists. Mm. Like, she goes for them, and there's me like, Sasha, stop. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I've been doing during lockdown. I've been trying to just go out and walks, and even on my bike as well, and try and get the Mm. 5k a day in. See, I tried, like, I was out on the bike a couple of times, like, just with a few mates, mm-hmm. um, going up and down to Duncrew from the Abbey, like Jordanstown area. So it would have taken up a good chunk of the day, like maybe an hour, hour and a half. And like I'd done it a couple of times and I decided that I was going to buy a bike. Like I'm going to go out, I'm going to go to Halfords, buy a bike, um, like a, a nice road bike. And like I'm going to decide to do all these things. I went and done it, um, got the bike in, turned out it was too small. Surprise, surprise. Then I tried to return it, get a bigger size, didn't have it in stock. And I waited around for like a month and a half to get a different bike, which never came in. So basically, the world done me a favour, because now that I think of it, Northern Irish weather is shit. <laughs> and I probably never would have gone out on this bike anyway. So returning it did me a favour. Well, actually, when you say that, quite a lot of, like, I know my boyfriend and a few of his friends actually went out and bought, like, they were spending crazy money on these bikes, like a thousand pound on mm. a bike. I'm not even joking. I know my boyfriend's wasn't that dear, but his friend was. And... Yeah, they haven't been out cycling in a while, so... Mm. It's the weather? Yeah. You're actually just, you were th- right thinking that, you know, the world yep. did you a favour. I honestly have to give a lot of props to people who can actively go out on runs and actively go out in cycles when the weather is as bad as it is now. Oh, like, in the summertime. I, it was bad, you know, at, at the end of, like, August starts September there because the weather was between that phase of being warm and then just randomly raining. And many a times I was out in that walk and the rain yeah. came down and I was soaked to the point my trainers were literally had water in them. They were squelching. Mm. It was horrible. And then even now I'm like, mm, don't want to risk it and get soaked. No thanks. <laughs> um, we asked on Instagram, what did you do to ex- exercise during lockdown? We were getting obviously long walks and we were getting cycling, which I think a lot of people took up cycling. 
and hip workouts, which is very popular, especially Joe Wicks. Oh, he's been Joe great. Wicks? He's been so like I I can't say I've watched all his videos, but like him as a person, just in general, like life goals. Mm -hmm. No, I did one of his. I think I did one of his. It was only twenty five minutes, but mm -hmm. it was great. Like twenty five minutes, and you got so much in. Like my heart was put point at the end of it. But see, the first time I done it, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, if I die right now, I was like, my my. I was like trying to do things and I was shaking and my heart was beating so fast. I was like, oh my goodness, this is the end of me. I'm going to die doing a workout. And then by the time I lockdown was starting to ease, I was actually getting quite good at mm. it. And I was starting to think maybe I should do something a bit more advanced. And I was like, nah, I'll like sit back <laughs> down. <laughs> Don't overdo yourself here. Um, but yeah, so we were saying that by purposeful activity, like cleaning and stuff. Yeah, like still... even doing some gardening going on walks cleaning the house like doing that purposefully is like some form of physical activity um so yeah it's in like a, an, an easy win if you're like me and you're lazy and you don't get enough bloody exercise in every single day even just getting up and like i know dusting a table down like mm -hmm. number of times um is technically activity um as long as you purposely do it every day or hoover him yeah, I oh, feel like when I'm one. hoovering, I sometimes, like, my heart's beating, like, when I'm hoovering, like, mm -hmm. proper hoovering and mopping as well. Mm -hmm. You're not mopping, right, if your heart's But then, beating. like, the mopping is, like, that's an arm movement, so that's, like, really a shoulder exercise. Oh, is it? Like, you're really, like... Always getting technical you're, here. You're this is a sport that. degree yeah. coming out, folks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just as simple as that, like, doing little things like that, and then... But doing these little things every single day and even trying to like achieve like step goals or trying to like get like so much distance of walking in or um, just simple activities as we were saying, like they give so many benefits. I know for me it's helped me like a lot mentally because it's nice to have, you know, some fresh air instead of, you know, sitting in the house staring at the same wall, especially during lockdown. What about yourself? Yeah, no, I've, I've kind of been the same. Like exercise has really helped me like in terms of motivation as well, like actually actively going out there like at the minute now i am with um like a personal trainer but i did over zoom mm -hmm. um just but even when the restrictions were like loosened and you could go back to gyms i was still like no i just want to do it from home and just feel more comfortable but like having that routine is like amazing like just because i can like depend on this person like keeping me accountable to being active uh, so that's like in turn helped me motivate like oh no, i actually have to go exercise today mm -hmm. And it's usually good. Like it's, I have no complaints, and I feel like I'm healthier now than what I was. Um, oh, I definitely same with me. I feel like at the start of lockdown there, I've been up my stairs and I've been out of breath. I just felt like, oh my goodness, this is not good for someone my age. Like I should not feel like this after going up a set of stairs, and it just didn't. It just didn't feel good. So I was like, I need to change this. I need to, you know, make myself at least feel better when I'm doing it. And you think about it, you're like, oh, I have to go exercise. But see, with me, I felt like that with the gym. Like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to drive to the gym here. Mm -hmm. But see, with just going outside and just going on a walk or a cycle or a run, whatever, with like my dog, like it just makes it so much more exciting and interesting to do instead of just, oh, you know, less monotonous, so it is. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But also, like, it's a lot easier not to do it. Because, like, if you, like, instead of, like, having somewhere like the gym where you know you have to do it, Mm -hmm. Like, if you look outside and it's slightly overcast, but it's still warm, you can just decide not to go. Mm. And that's my issue, where I'm like, it looks like it might, 
probably rain. <laughs> um, and I put all these filters in and I'm like, ah, I'm not going for a walk today. Well, you haven't got a dog like mine then, have you? I don't I have swear. a dog. Oh, you don't? No, oh. I wish I had one. It would make life a lot easier. No, I my dog's my more. PT. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I swear, during the, like, the summer nights there, every single night, seven o'clock on the dot, mm. she was there at the window. And if she, it got ten past seven and I wasn't out yet, she hits the window with her paw. And it guilt trips you into going like, oh, I have to go walk. Like, I feel too bad. I can't just let her sit there. Mm-hmm. Oh, rain, sleep, hail, snow. She's there on the dot. So I can't. I just feel like I have to. Like, it's like a PT and we have to pay for it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad because she's sitting there. But when we asked on Instagram, what was your favourite benefit of exercising? You're all saying like, it's a mood booster. You can, the feeling you get after you work out, which I think is mm-hmm. very relatable because... Yeah, as you said earlier, it's motivating. Mm-hmm. And you just feel more, more energised. I think the technical term is endorphins, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, gets endorphins. the endorphins going. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice word. Yeah, it's en- endorphins, endorphins is a good word. Yeah, like, I literally, like, as you said that, I had one person say the endorphins. So, like, as part of my um, questions, yeah, so there was, like, feeling fitter and toning muscles, the focus mm-hmm. that they have after exercise. It's honestly really good for, like, um, anytime you're doing like your dissertation or papers during uni, like f- during my final year, like I used exercise as like my getaway from uni and I just came back really focused. So I really get that. Um, yoga, hit training, cycling, walking, just feeling great after it. Um, and like stress relief, confidence boost, um, and just seeing how far they can push themselves. Like every session you can push yourself a little bit harder. Yeah, I think that's definitely really like that. one. I think it's when you look back on how far you've come. Well, that is the easy part, getting started with exercising daily or several times a week. But I think the hard part is trying to stay on track and not losing motivation whilst you're doing it. But as I said, it's my dog keeps me going through it. Um, what do you do, Chris, to stay on track? Do you use apps or...? Literally just the PT at the minute. I used to use the My Fitness Pal mm-hmm. app for like tracking my like um, diet just so I could see what I'm actually eating. Normally, like, I would cook all my meals anyway, and, like, they would mainly be whole food, so I wouldn't... If there was a sauce that I wanted, I would try to make it rather than buying it in, just because I know what's going into it then. Mm-hmm. So I'd, be, I'd say, like, a lot of my diet's probably a lot healthier than it was because of that. Um, but, like, in terms of keeping track and, like, maintaining, I don't do an awful lot of that now because I can kind of, like, guess roughly how much pasta, how much rice, how much sauce is mm-hmm. going to be, like, what I would have used anyway. But, um, yeah, in terms of the exercise, it's just just the PT that keeps me in check, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually using that there with my fitness pal when I went to the gym. And mm-hmm. then I was putting stuff in, like, every single day. And it was kind of crazy when you're putting in, like, a yogurt that you eat and it's like, how much is in it? It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> or Kit Kats, even you feel so guilty eating that <laughs> Kit Kat. It was, like, 100 calories. But at the minute, I'm using Map My Run, um, mm-hmm. Map My Rides, like one for the bike, which I think is really good. Like, I was just going to buy an Apple Watch, but when I started thinking about it, these apps, like, I would always bring my phone anyway, so mm-hmm. why not just stick that app on my phone instead of having to buy a watch? No, like, that that's a good idea. Like, I, I bought, like, a Samsung watch mm-hmm. to go with my phone, and it basically does, like, the same thing. It just tracks my heart rate as well, like... So it actually has like a GPS in the watch. Mm-hmm. So like I can leave my phone in my bag, not have to touch it and just actively put on the watch that I'm exercising or doing something like it'll define the activity as well. Um, and that's really useful when I'm actually deciding to go out to do something, which mm-hmm. is extremely rare. I'm pretty sure at this point in terms of exercise, the Samsung watch has gathered like a small layer of dust around the outside of it because it hasn't <laughs> really been used lately. Um, okay. But yeah. 
it's, it is useful when it is used. Mm -hmm, definitely. I feel like the same with the, the Fitbit as well. It's great because even when you're doing like little small exercises, like them Joe Wicks workouts, mm -hmm. whereas the phone wouldn't track that because they don't think, unless there is an app. Um, if there is, let me know because <laughs> I can't <laughs> find one. Um, but it's good for like, counting them at your heart rate, etc. Um, whereas the phone doesn't do that. But on Instagram, you were saying that you obviously use a Garmin watch, which I've never heard of before, but... Mm -hmm. Garmin is actually, like, from, like, a satnav. So satnav... Oh, Garmin, really? Garmin is a satnav brand. Uh -huh. So, like, I would assume it's the, probably the best GPS circulated sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. See, I think it's attached to... Someone said it was a Garmin watch, and then it connects to the Strava app. Oh, yeah, Strava. No, I've heard about it. I tried Strava, mm -hmm. um, and I don't understand it. Strava, to me, is, like... I don't understand Twitter. I I, I just right. don't do Twitter. I tried. Twitter. I tried making an account. I honestly like sat down for like a couple hours, tried to figure it out, and don't understand it. So I just I just don't use Twitter. Uh, so it's the same as Strava. Mm -hmm. Like I went on to it for like half an hour, set up an account, tried one run, mm -hmm. um, and then uploaded it, and didn't really know what to do from there. So I just is it not the one that you upload? And there's like a community, like you can yeah. follow, is it following people or maybe add people and other people can see what you're doing? I, I probably, I probably deleted it before I understood that part of it. Oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah. As far as I know, there's a, oh, a like a community in there and uh, they can see what you do. Well, I suppose it keeps you accountable, doesn't it? It does, it does. Um, but you need to like know enough people to do that. I know. Imagine like you, I would be the friend that'd be proud of my 5k and then there'd be another friend <laughs> doing like 50k and I'd be like, all right, okay. <laughs> Never mind then. Some people were saying Fitbit, my fitness pal, um, Apple Watch and the Zones app. So they're all great ways to keep you like mm. accountable. And another thing was even the step app on mm -hmm. a health app even tracks your steps on iPhone. And I feel like that's even when I'm going back to, you know, university and yeah, I don't have I have things to do in my day, I don't just sit and do nothing. I think it kinda keeps me on track because at least I know well, you know, at least I've worked like what, you know, seven thousand steps a day and try mm -hmm. and get the ten thousand sort of thing. What about yourself? Do you track your steps or are you not a step counter? When I wear the watch, it mm -hmm. tracks my steps. But it's how, now gathering dust, I think it's now gathering while. dust. Um, <laughs> there is like a default setting on all, how many like steps I'm trying uh -huh. to get per day, which is around, I think it's 6,000 the last time I checked, which isn't terribly a lot of steps. And I think during a normal work day, I think I'd be lucky to get 1,500, mm -hmm. um, which is horrible. Uh, and that's literally just me getting up off my seat every like hour or so, walking from like one end of the living room to the other end of the living room, standing and looking outside, going back the other way, just doing like <laughs> almost like a lap of my living room just to like get a few steps in. Mm -hmm. And even then it's it's not enough. Oh, I'm the same. I think especially this year when you're working from home and you're like studying from home, I think... Well, last year I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I think if I did last year, if I even looked at my app and tracked the progress I did last year, you would notice that with me just walking from lecture hall to another lecture hall, like I'm still getting steps in. Whereas mm -hmm. now I just sit there and just, you know, walk to the kettle, make the cup of tea and go back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not getting those steps anymore. Um, when do you exercise during the day? Because I feel like I try to get mine in just before dinner. Yeah, no, I, I do mine before dinner. Um, so like I do like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays and I would do it straight after work, but before dinner, because then like I've earned my dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the same with I, I, I don't think I, I used to go like during my final year, I used to do like, I used to wake up at about six o'clock in the morning, be in the gym for half six, leave at half seven, go home, have my breakfast and then go to uni. 
But now the thought of waking up at six o'clock, six o'clock in the morning just honestly kills me a little. Even the thought no. of it. So I, I don't think I like Colette, our president, like she's up at like four o'clock in the morning what? to do like a gym workout. And I'm like, mm, you're mad. No, no, thanks. No, 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 no. Especially I don't sleep until like one or two in the morning. So no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not getting up at six a.m. in the morning. Unless I'm, I don't even get 6am in the morning if I have to like go catch a flight or something, but I'm not doing that now. So. Yeah, but that's something you look forward to. Like you look True. forward to catching the flight to go somewhere nice and sunny where you don't need the exercise. Mm-hmm. But the thought of waking, especially now that it's really dark in the morning, the thought of getting up in darkness, going and doing a workout and returning home still in darkness. No, thank you. No. No, and it's cold and it's wet and it's yeah i really don't want that i can see it in the summer you know i always want to be that person you know wake up in the morning 7 a.m go to run you know mix like i don't know croissants in the morning be that person <laughs> but i'm not that person i'm never gonna be that no, person bowl of um, granola and some milk yeah like two minutes i no, i'm not even that extravagant like <laughs> I can't even eat in the morning, I just feel ill, so I'll never be that person even much I try. Everyone's just saying on Instagram, like, you know, the morning time because it boosts their mood. Afternoon or evening or first thing in the morning, someone else is saying. Otherwise, they talk themselves out of it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few literally the same as that, going from, like, and they all have, like, really good, like, reasons why mm-hmm. they do it different, different times of the day. Like, 7am because it wakes them up for the day and makes them feel more productive. That's also fair. I've also got someone who said 7pm, but they would like to do it earlier, um, mm-hmm. but just because of work that they can't do it. And then I've got other ones that say like 3pm and, and, and just different times during the evening. Like one just said like in the evening due to work, but feel better doing it early in the morning. So like a lot of people say that they want to do it in the morning, but they can't mm-hmm. and they have to do it in the evening. But Yeah, it's the same as me. I just prefer the evening. Yeah, I prefer the evening too. I'd rather be that person that gets up in the morning because I feel like he you know, gets it done and only can relax in the evening, but... I still think I'm still going to be an evening person. Yeah. It's not going to change. I'm like a, a bat coming out at night, so I do. So nothing really happens in the morning. I slug them, <laughs> but everything happens at night time. I mean, that's my productive hour. So, well, after hearing all of our experiences with exercise, and let's hear some of yours. So the first one I got was, this person said, so I was at the gym. I'd been going for a while, so I was getting more confident. I started on the running machine, and as you do, I began speeding it up. But obviously, I started to get a bit cocky as I put it up so fast, I slipped and fell. <laughs> I sounded like an elephant as I hit the run machine and fell off. Everyone around me stopped doing what they were doing and just stared at me. I immediately just grabbed my things and left and changed <laughs> gyms as I was never going back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I am so sorry to hear that. But I feel like there's like a security guy that's watched that over and over again, just like just for the humor of it. <laughs> has, someone should have made that in time being by now. Yeah. Are we fine or something? And um, what was one you got? I literally got one similar to that. Um, <laughs> literally saying how one time I was running on the treadmill and tried to take a drink of water from my bottle at the same time. It slipped from my hand, soaked me, the treadmill, and we have two litres of water on the gym floor. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, I've, I've also been in that situation, but luckily I haven't dropped it. I just do that, like, you know that really shaky hand thing <laughs> whenever you're on, like, the treadmill, but you're trying to also line up, like, your mouth to yes. the mouth of the bottles. You're like... Uh-huh. Ooh. exactly because you're going to keep on running yeah. <laughs> so you're like, sort of bouncing but you're trying to hold them over there. <laughs> oh dear um someone else was saying my mate had a gym in his garage so we were all out in it one night messing around and we decided to see who could row a thousand meters the fastest it came to my turn and i couldn't be beaten unfortunately for me i tried to row so fast i fell off and i never heard the end of it <laughs> how can you 
fall off a rowing machine? Oh, it's easy enough. Is it? Yeah. Like, if you're going at some force, like, if you lift up even, like, a millimeter from that wee seat that, like, is rows individually uh-huh. like it's so easy just to fall Is off it? those things i yeah. never knew that could happen oh, but then i've got a really low like high center of gravity so like mm. i fall off most things i can't ice skate oh oh dear yeah you, like, can't, you can't float and you can't I ice can't, skate there we like, go anything, <laughs> come to think it's it is water based stuff because technically ice is water uh-huh. so like i can't ice skate um anytime i'm going ice skate and i'm like like grip of death <laughs> to the side of the the ice rink yeah oh dear um did you get another one yeah i got another one here um so this person says i started pt in belfast when i was in final year and on my first week and think it was only the second session we were doing step ups on this old ass bench and when the pt was trying to show my friend how to do box jumps my leg completely buckled and i went flying off the bench knocked over another bench behind me and whacked a plate into my chest literally mortified that sounds more like they were really hurt by this so I hope this person's okay. Oh my goodness. I bet but they like, were bruised after that. Yeah, like especially with the bit like I wanna know how heavy that plate was. Mm-hmm. Like was it like a big like twenty kilogram plate or was it just like Oof. or what weight was it? But hopefully they're okay. I say I knocked the wind right out of them. Yeah. Definitely did. Um someone else was saying I decided to get back to training, so I signed up for a PT session at my local gym. And then when I got there I realised the PT I was given was my ex. Worst hour of my life. Ooh, oh my no. goodness. Oh, that'd be horrible. If I, if I walked in there, but I write, sorry, phone call me to go. <laughs> no, thank but you. But like, like, if they knew that, like, when they saw them, like, why just go through with it? Like, put yourself through that pain. But some people, some people wouldn't. Some people just be like, oh, well, I'm already here. Yeah. You know, if they've seen you, they've already seen you. So, think about it. They couldn't just turn around. He would go down his mates. Oh, mm-hmm. she came to my PT session and she just left. Yeah. You'd have to brave it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Maybe she did the right thing. Yeah. Like, stood her ground and showed him, like, yeah. don't need you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I can be here. I'm independent, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, dear. Um. I actually do have a couple more. Um, but the one I actually really want to say, it's not directly about exercise. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so this person said that, coming from abroad to study at Ulster from Hong Kong, I joined the rugby team to try and meet new people. We had a trip to Belfast in December to watch a match. And driving over the Glenshian Pass from Derry with the lads saw that there was snow along the road. I'd never seen snow. I mentioned it to the ones in the bus uh, I was in the car with. And they decided to pull over at the side of the road so I could basically just play in it for a bit. Not as fun as they make out in the movies, but still pretty good. <laughs> Aww. That's like, you know, like something from Frozen. Know, you know, like it's Olaf. so awesome. Oh, that's so sweet. Bless your wee cotton socks, Ryan. Bless your wee cotton socks. <laughs> I know, it is Ryan, yeah. <laughs> ah, dear. Um, my last one I got was, after I worked out on the bike, I got up to go get a paper towel to clean the sweat off the equipment. When I went back, someone had sat down on it and gave me a dirty look because it was soaking. I had to apologise oh. and then clean it, but why do people use equipment when someone isn't finished? My phone and water bottle was still beside it. <gasps> I've had similar mm. situations with this, with the running machine before. And I had to go back and the guy was on it and he was running. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sorry, excuse me. And I just wiped the paper top. But my phone and my earphones were still like hanging in the wee, you know, the wee box thing in yeah. front of the machine. They were still sitting in it. But he just, he just went on the machine. Yeah. Like if you see someone stuff in it. He just ignored me. When I was standing right beside him, like, <laughs> 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 just going to take my stuff. 
I, maybe maybe he didn't say anything just out of awkwardness like he oh. didn't want to apologize and maybe he was just too out of breath to say anything maybe so, well, it yeah. wouldn't even it wasn't even 10 seconds like mm. and he'd already hopped the machine and hit the button for it to go so i feel this person's being yeah that's fair. i know what you mean like not to be in a vice channel but yeah i don't know why people do that <laughs> if, you, if you go to the gym do not get in someone else's equipment especially when it's sweaty because like ooh. No, that's that's disgusting. I'd never touch them anyway, just because no. I just think that's disgusting in any way. Yeah. yeah. I have to hear. Have you got any other ones? Yeah, I've got one more. Okay. Um, so this person said that they were training for Belfast Marathon, was training my body to take on energy gels as mm -hmm. fuel as I, as I expected they would play with my stomach. And he kind of shit himself accidentally, of course. <laughs> A couple of miles from home, safe to say, I ran those two miles a lot quicker. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't know they were a thing, but thanks for the heads yeah. up, never to use them. <laughs> well, I think I think the moral of that story is to like train your body to use the energy gels mm. while in a controlled environment where you're close to the bathroom. Yes. Not while you're on a run. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we wear in black shorts, not white. Mm. Oh dear. So that's all from us this week. Thank you so much for joining me, Chris. Thank you. It's definitely nice to have you in this seat instead of just, you know, working in the background. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being back, <laughs> back where back, you normally back, are. Back where I normally am, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So in next week's episode, we're chatting all about deadlines at university. So if you have any funny or embarrassing stories about your dreaded deadlines, send them to the student show at uusu.org. Or if you keep an eye on the VP for Sport and Wellbeing socials and my Instagram, you can get involved in next week's episode there. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and I'll see you all next week. See you. Bye.